You're listening to the Firestorm Podcast. Well, it has been a long time since we have been together. We welcome you back to the Firestorm Podcast with Greater Las Vegas Women's Ministry. It's good to be sitting at the table once again. I'm sitting here with Loretta McGowan. Hello, Loretta. Hello, Brenda. And man, we have a great first time guest today. We have Wendell McGowan II here with us today. Well, I don't know if it's a great guest, but thank you very much. <laughs> I do appreciate it. No, it is a great guest for our first time back. We're so excited. You do so much for us. And, yes. you know, people don't even see what goes on in the background of well, getting done things my job, done. Don't. Well, yeah, <laughs> but you do awesome at that. You're always here for us. And I just want to say we honor you. We bless you for being there for us and always wanting to promote what God is doing in the kingdom. And that goes beyond this podcast. It, yes, it does. You know, it goes, you know, what the bigger picture is, is when you know, we're putting these conferences together and my goodness, the work that goes in with the sound and making sure everything is together. We could not do that without you. So thank you. Thank you, son. I love you guys. Uh, we love you. There's some love flowing <laughs> at the table today. <laughs> it's not hippie because we're actually related or something. That's right. It's all good. You know, it's all good. There is a table sitting over here. It's a massage table. table so, yes. Okay, we won't go there. <laughs> but but that is what he does on the side. He's a great uh, massage therapist and he gets those kinks out. Oh, yeah. That's another thing he does at the conference. I mean, he, he sees when we're carrying a lot of stress and he'll come up. We, we don't even have to say a word. He'll just come up and start breaking down in our neck, the muscles, massaging them. And, yeah, I'm going well, to put, promotion today. I'm putting in a big plug for you here today. Well, thank you. You are fantastic. And, you know, it's been said um, by Bob Jones that you have healing in your hands. And so we totally, we know that by experience, you have healing in your hands. And I always feel so much better after you've come along and just you, you are, you're able to see it. And then God shows you, I think how you, how to manipulate the muscle. I, I don't know. It is a gift <laughs> yes, <laughs> and yes, I'm thankful that you have it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we're, we want to get started today. This is uh, an exciting subject, and I was in Reading recently, and my good friend Bev uh, said, you know, I've got this book I want to send back for you and Loretta, and the book is called Angel Armies, and it's by Tim Sheets. He's the brother of Dutch, Dutch Sheets, and they're both prophets, and this book has turned me on. I'm telling you, I'm so excited. I, I have these favorite books. This is in my top two right now. I just love it that much. So I want to start out making a disclaimer because, you know, when you are on the subject of angels, right. you get all kinds of input and feedback. So and new age stuff. It's very yeah. subjective. It really is. So we want to make sure that you, all of our listeners understand 
this is our disclaimer. We do not worship angels. Okay. We do not worship angels. And I want to start out with this particular scripture that is found in Hebrews 1.14. It says, Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? And the New Living Testament reads like this, Therefore, angels are only servants, spirits sent to care for people who will inherit salvation. So that means they are available to us. That's right. If we so choose to engage with heaven and there is help from heaven. You know, I have heard from people saying, well, you know, angels, they were just in heaven. But if you look through the Bible, the angels are listed in the word over 300 times in the Bible. So I think God meant that was something when you have something listed over 300 times in the word, um, you know, and it's just, uh, amazing. Uh, when you start studying the scriptures and they're for so many different things, you know, there's, there's angels that protect us. There's angels that minister with us. There's, there's angels that, you know, uh, their host of angels that help us through crisis. Hey, deliver the messages. messages. You know, right. we've got Gabriel. Um, uh, there's so many different references that, of angels in the Bible um, that delivered messages to right. Joseph and That's Mary. Right. I right. mean, the angel came, delivered the message that uh, Mary was with child so that Joseph wouldn't divorce her. So right. there's many references to that. Right. Well, even with the you know with the secular mind, that's kind of where some of the perversion comes. Like, um, you know, the early beliefs in fairies and some of the, some of those type of right. beings. I right. guess I, I think are just kind of misinterpretations of angelic beings. Um, hosts. Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's been distorted throughout time, uh, where people can't even really believe that they're sent here to help us. Right. And, you know, we're going to share some stories today of angels, but do you want to give a few more scriptures? Yeah, I want to give a, a couple of scriptures because, um, you know, I think we have to call forth our angels. We have to, because the word says that humans have guardian angels. And if you look in Psalms 91:11, it says, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against the stone, and you will tread on the lion and the otter. The young lion and the serpent will you trample underfoot. And then in Matthew 18.10, it says, See that you do not despise one of these little ones, for I tell you that in heaven their angels, indicating it means they have an angel, always see the face of my Father who is in heaven. Acts 12.15 says, And they said to her, you are out of your mind. But she kept insisting that it was so, and they kept saying, it is his angel. Therefore, again, singular to one person. Um, and then Hebrews 13.2, this is one of my favorites. Be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unaware. Amen. And we have seen so many examples well, let's let, let that scripture just lead us into um, one of our encounters since we've been here in Las Vegas, uh, Loretta. And that was you and I, we were together 
on a trip and we encountered an angel. You want to, we'll kind of both okay, share the story. There, yeah, uh, we were coming out of a place to eat and I saw this man digging through the garbage. And I'm the type of person because I've been in ministry for so long and there's so many con artists, unfortunately, that just really are just, you know, trying to get what they can get, you know, for nothing. And so it takes a lot, but when the Lord says something, I listen. And I saw this guy digging through the garbage, and my heart just leaped uh, out for this man. And I didn't have any money with me, so I said to Wendell, I said, Wendell, do you have five bucks or something? He goes, yeah, what for? And I went up to this man, and I said, here, this is from the Lord. God bless you. And then I walked off. And then go ahead and finish. And then, you know, we could see that this man was so touched. And he came over to the window, and I was in the back seat, and we rolled down the window, and he tried to quote the scripture, Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you and not harm you. Now, he had tried to say the scripture and couldn't remember all of it. Tears were streaming down his face, and I finished the scripture for him. And he just kept saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. He was so appreciative that Loretta had got him that lunch. And so he walked away, and Loretta and I were really quiet. And the guys came. They got in the car. You could tell there was just a holy hush in the car. Nobody said a word. And I flipped on my phone. I, first of all, I had it was when we first came to Las Vegas, and I was struggling with. I knew I was called to Las Vegas, but I was in this place of the. We had not launched Greater Las Vegas Women's Ministry, and I was feeling frustrated, and knew what, I was questioning God, why is this thing not going? What we're you know I I was feeling kind of lost, you know, knowing the call of God on your life, and then it not happening. And I think that's what we're speaking here today with our listeners. We have to wait on the timing of God. Yeah, It's so important. But I flipped my phone on. And you know, if you have a smartphone, you flip your phone on and it just comes up to your apps. But on this particular day, this picture showed up of Jeremiah 29, 11 with this beautiful rainbow and I started weeping. And as I think about it, it, I'm just going back to that time where I can still feel the presence of the Lord in that car that day where God was saying, I'm going to bless you. I am going to prosper you. I am here to uh, not hurt you. I am here to propel you. It, it answered so many questions for me where I could just have a peace that, okay, this was an angel. We, we began to tell right. the story to the guys. Right. And the guys were just like, they couldn't believe it. Right. I mean, you know, but it was one of those uh, angels unaware. unaware. That's right. You know, and we totally believe there's angels that have assignments. Right. And there is another book um, out there called Angels on Assignment. I can't remember who wrote that book. Joan something. Can't remember her Hunter. last name. Hunter, Joan Hunter. She wrote Angels on Assignment. That's another really good reference book. So if you have questions on 
these this subject today, um, we would really encourage you to get the book written by Tim Sheets called Angel Armies, and you can order that through Amazon. And it's it's so scriptural based; it will answer tons of your questions because we have a short time here today, um, and we're not here to convince you whether to believe in angels or not. Uh, we're sharing some of our experiences that we've had with angels. So there was a, a another time recently before I got this book, and I think God was trying to, you know, change my mindset. I, you know, I've been really digging deep this year, and I was praying one day, and I said, Lord, I need you to send me an angel. And I was way, I wanted a message. You know, I wanted a messenger angel to tell me what to do. And in a certain situation, I needed help from heaven. And so I'm praying that prayer. And I heard so clearly from the Lord that said, Brenda, I have a host of angels at your yeah. disposal. And so, you know, and I kind of forgot that that was prayed this year, but I kind of forgot it until Bev brings this book to my attention and wow, it has reminded me of so many things that right. we've studied for years, right? Right. Loretta, we've studied, we've had Bible studies about angels. Um, we've had other encounters with angels. Um, tell about, I hadn't thought about this, but tell about the angel that showed up at River City Church on New Year's Eve and dropped. Oh, I yeah. totally forgot about yes, that. Yes, we were... Uh, uh, this when we were still uh, pastoring at River City Church in Redding, California, and we had a New Year's Eve party, and we were really worshiping the Lord, and we felt God's presence just enfolding, and then all of a sudden, we saw as something from drop from heaven, it was a dollar bill, and then we saw another one, and there was five dollars that dropped from heaven. And we think fivefold ministry. And I know that that was, there was no one around it, and there was no one around the stage. We were below put it, the stage. We were below the stage, so we would have seen if someone put, put it there. And uh, it was just phenomenal. And we uh, took that money and we put it in a, um, uh, the safe because we wanted to uh, keep it as a, as a, a uh, reminder of that God was going to take care of the finances. It was interesting because Wayne was sitting in that meeting and he saw something out of the corner of his eye fall. Right. And that's what brought our uh, attention, attention to, to it. it. But here was the really cool thing was we smelled this money for some oh, reason. Right. It was, the smell was just sweet. It was like, I don't know, it's just a real sweet smell. The fragrance it's came in the room, yes. you know, and so we're wondering, we know we've, we've smelt the fragrance of the Lord before, but somehow we felt like it was attached to this money that dropped right. and it was dropped in such a way, like if you crumple up a dollar, you know, uh, you can, you can't crumple it up the same twice, you know, it's always going to be crumpled up in a different way, yeah, <laughs> but these right. $5 were exactly the same. And so we're, we're just, you know, you hear about all this stuff, you believe it, but when it happens in front of your eyes, it's like, the, whoa. Then you really believe it. You yeah. really, really believe it. So um, 
you know, that was a great encounter that well, day. Let me ask you a question, and I asked because this appeared on our Facebook, um, the Streams of Many Waters Facebook page, about the, um, basically someone was asking, do we command angels, or do we ask God and he commands angels? And I don't know if it's just splitting hairs, but how does that work? How do you... Like, I mean, you may need ministry. Do you command an angel to minister to you? Or do you pray and then just hope it happens? I mean, how does that work? There is a scripture that says we command the angels. Mm -hmm. And so I believe that we can do that. I always ask God, do you have this scripture there? No, I have a, a scripture that says, for he will command his angels concerning you. So I think it's both. Because I think if we don't command the angels, then he's going to command them for us. Exactly. But I have, there are scriptures I'm... I'll have to kind of... I'm going to let her go down and look at that. Is there a protocol to that? I mean... You know, I think everybody's different. Right, you don't. You know, I go to God. Mm -hmm. I go to God for all my needs, but I ask him to send the angels. Mm -hmm. See, the thing about this book is I forgot years ago. That's how I prayed all the time. Lord, send, send Mm -hmm. send your angels. They're his angels. He created them for a purpose. And so send your angels to partner with me so that I can do what you have called me to do. And so I think either way, you know, I I feel like God knows your heart. Mm -hmm. You know, he knows your heart. He knows whether you believe that you're worshiping angels. This is the difference. This is the fine line. Do we worship the angels or do we worship God? That's right. We worship Mm -hmm. God. We worship God for sure. And so he will do anything that he needs to do to work on our behalf. But we forget, we forget that there is that help. I did. Mm -hmm. I forgot until I got back into this book and said, oh, yeah, I used to pray that all the time. And I have not been doing that. And what I, you know, have studied in this book is angels respond to the word of God. That's right. Mm -hmm. The word of God backs up what the angels do. So for instance, you know, um, I prayed a prayer recently about my destiny. And I said, Lord, if you have an angel up there of destiny, I don't know, you know, I don't know if he does, but if you've got one that will take me to my destiny, Uh, I need to fulfill my destiny. I had a thing that happened to me this year where I felt like I was dying. And I I was sitting there in, in a total panic and thought my time was over. And I knew that I had not completed all that God had called me to. And I was like begging God, don't let me die like this. I've got destiny. So when I got the book, I started praying, okay, Lord, send me help from heaven to make sure that I accomplish what you have called me to do. So I think it's a kind of a dual thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, That's just something that hangs up people. And I I, I want to kind of clear that up. It's it's, it's silly to hang up on that. I mean, I say if, if... you feel like you would be worshiping an angel, you should probably go through God first. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, Absolutely. Right. That's no, a good word. The people are the people. I but don't. when you ask for your ministering angel, I don't think that's praying to God. I don't think that's praying to angels or it's just calling forth, mm-hmm. you know, hey, I need help, God. Yeah. You know, get me out of this situation, which brings us to another story. Which about one? Bev. Oh, yeah, Bev. You know, she had given me this book. And then um, I brought it home. Loretta and I both got the book. We were into it, starting to read it. Um, And she called me last week 
with an angel story. Now, she's had a lot of angel encounters, but this is one that happened um, just, just last week. She had gone up to Oregon to visit her brother, and she was on her way back home, and she has this cute little Mustang that she adores. Yeah, it's, and, it you is know, cute. I, was, I was talking to her about it. I said, you know... Uh, she lost her husband just a few years ago, and I said, I think she was thinking, well, maybe I had pride in that car. What? No, that car was associated with her husband, mm-hmm. so she loved that little car. Well, um, she it had rained. The, the, the oil on the road had come up, and she pushed it into cruise control, and it took off, and she thought she was going over the mountain. If you're coming between from Ashland to Redding, there's those mountains with deep canyons, and there's a wall there, and her car headed straight for that wall. And she just knew she was going over the edge. Well, she turned the steering wheel. She, it was traffic. Like She said you could not believe all this traffic that was going Uh, And she crossed over the other side of the freeway in front of three or four lanes there on the freeway and went straight through, went straight through, and she landed on the other side of the freeway off the road and sitting there in the chair, in her seat, car seat, shaking, (laughs) shaking and stunned of what had just happened. And so... Um, she was just in shock, no doubt she was in shock, but she was off the road in a safe place. And somebody comes up and knocks on the window. She opens the door. She said it was a young man of about age 20, 21, and he put her in his arms and said, called her by name and said, Bev, everything is going to be okay you're okay. And she said there was, she was just nestled in his neck. And she said there was such a peace of God that came in that moment that she just knew, okay, everything is going to be okay. And he he said, I'm going to go and get help. And that's exactly what he did. Although she never saw him again. The next thing that happened was a big truck came along with cones for the road, with everything that was needed to get her the help that she needed. Her car was totaled out, and she looked around for that guy, and she was asking him, did the young man, did the young man come and tell you what had happened here? And there was no young man. So you can't tell me that that was not an angel from heaven. Right. And in, in Luke 20, 36, the fact that whenever angels appeared to men, it was always in human form. Yeah, that's what we, you know, so we that, forget. That's interesting, yeah. We forget and, about that. And I think that. sometimes we may see an angel, and he looks like he's in human form, but it's really a, still a spirit, but we see him in human form. Like the story, Debbie, well, you want to share yeah. your story? I actually had a kind of a different experience than it seems like I hear everybody else's. I was actually driving down the road and, um, you know, and I wasn't doing the things that you're supposed to be doing to see angels. I wasn't listening to praise music. I was listening to Dave Matthews, you know, just rocking out, going down the road. And I feel a weight in the car. And I literally, it almost pulled it over, like about 200 pounds, just boom. I look over and there's a guy sitting next to me. Physical form, touch. He, he was there. Wow. And I never hear that. I mean, you know, like, like you were saying, I do massage. He was wearing a leather vest, no shirt, and just ripped. He had muscles that don't exist. Wow. I mean, it was very 
It was different. And I tell people this, and they look at me like I'm weird. But um, yeah, he, I mean, he we sat down and we had a conversation for about thirty minutes, and just a lot of personal things that I'm not going to go into now because we don't have time. But very, uh, but that was my angelic experience because it was, you know, it was like the coolest looking guy I've ever seen in my life, and he was there for me. That wow. he was, he's assigned to mm-hmm. me, and it was really. And then what happened after you? He finished talking to you. Did he just disappear? He just disappeared. He disappeared, but I tell you what, I mean, the entire time I had that car, anybody that sat in that seat felt weird. Really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, you know, I didn't tell the story or anything, but people would feel like, wow, this feels really weird. Anytime they'd sit in that seat, it was really, I say, you know, and I know it's not, it has nothing to do with the car or anything else, but it was, it was a, it was, it was an out of this world experience, you know, and it wasn't what I've always thought of that you'd see an angel, but that was. It was just weird. <laughs> but it's what he prob- told you, yeah. probably, that really yeah, it, was the impacting it, that, to change your life. But I say, you know, and it wasn't like, um, I don't know how people do the worship of an angel. I really don't. Because when I sit there, I felt like I was talking to my best friend. And it was just like, connect. Wow. It was really, yeah, and I say, I don't know if guardian angels do exist or not, <laughs> but that would be the closest I know to it. I don't know if guardian angels exist, but that'd be the closest I'd know to it. Wow. I, I think that's why we can't have a preconceived idea. Mm-hmm. That's right. On oh, what's going to happen. Yeah. How it's going to happen. Because everybody's story sounds different. That's exactly right. But there's still something that happened. Mm-hmm. We serve a personal God, and he, has, he makes everything personal to us. And right. he'll speak to us in any way that we can hear him. That's right. And so I love that story. That's awesome. You know, I have never seen, uh, other than, you know, we saw him in human form, but you hear stories of people seeing angels in church, Mm -hmm. that sort of thing. My husband sees them all the time. Yeah, he does. And so I I would like to see that. But that's not how God wants to work through me or hasn't yet. Well. I, this is a little bit, and it's not an angel, it's a demon. But I was, remember the time I was sitting in a car, uh, and they had a, there was a couple in front of us, and Wendell and I were sitting in the back. And on this girl's shoulder, I saw the ugliest-looking demonic thing sitting on her shoulder. And the Lord told me it was jealousy. I mean, I knew it, right, the thing. And then, but what it showed me is how to minister to that girl, and then all of a sudden it disappeared. God does a lot of things like that with you. Yeah. Um, and I think we have to recognize the difference it's between the demonic and the angelic mm-hmm. because as the Satan comes in like an angel of light. Right, he does. And the so counterfeit. We, but we know, but whenever there's peace, you know this from God. Yeah. You've got to have that peace that passes all understanding. If you feel unsettled and uncomfortable, you better realize that it might not be from God. That's right. So those are two little things that you can kind of look forward to of what could or couldn't happen. But I believe, I'm convinced that God has an angel for me. In fact, he has hope. The word says there's thousands and thousands and thousands of angels, you know, and they all have different assignments and they all have different things that they do. And I think that, you know, 
we don't want them up there molting. We need to calm them down so they don't have to molt. Let's get them on their job mm -hmm. to help them protect That's us. That's right. They're sitting in the book. It talks about they're sitting around waiting for something to happen, uh, for us to say, well, we need this or we need that. Uh, we were in a, uh, a prayer meeting last week, and I got so tickled oh. because one of the gals we were kind of talking about this angel subject because it's so fresh with us. And one of the gals said a friend of hers um, got a vision and her angels were playing pinochle. <laughs> so I don't want my angels to play no, pinochle. I want them to be helping me. Absolutely. And getting me onto my destiny. That's right. So I'm just sitting here thinking about another little thing that happened to me. You know, you forget about some of these things and still... In, until you start talking about right. it and making a recollection. But um, again, about three years ago, I think it was, I desperately needed this paper uh, to accomplish something. Do you remember this story, yes. Loretta? I had to have this paper um, from a bank. And I was told, no, I was not going to get this paper. And I was so desperate to get this thing accomplished it was a financial issue and so i said lord i need you to send an angel to deliver that piece of paper now i know i mean the bank had told me no no way i go out to my mailbox the very next day the very next day and here was this paper that i had been told no on but I had prayed to my God that I need a special delivery, and he did it. Mm. Yeah, I've had things happen like that before, you know. So we never know. We can't just assume that, you know, oh, angels are watching us. We need to come forth. I really believe that. Absolutely. You know. Well, this is a really deep subject, and, and I just, we're not going to be able to get it even, done. We didn't even scratch the surface. We no, did. this definitely needs a part two. Yeah, I think it needs later. a part two. Um, so we're going to just stop, and uh, we'll continue on in another podcast with this. But I want you, uh, Wendell, to share with us. You've got some things coming up that we want to get out to our listeners, and I want to—I want you to talk about that. Okay, yeah, I, we have a... Um recording coming up over on uh, November the 16th. Um, if anybody's ever heard of Keith Luker, fantastic musician, um, been around the revival scene forever. Um, but anyway, long story short, um, I've wanted to record with him for probably about 15 years. And we just kind of connected again. And we're going to actually do a, C a full CD we have some of the best musicians I've ever played with that are going to be coming in. It's going to be a Dunamis. Um, it's a $15 ticket. If you get your ticket, it, in a ball, it can, you get a free download of the CD once it's done. It's all professionally done. It's going to be a blast. Really good stuff. Um, we have Mike Lighty coming in. We have um, people pretty much all over the place coming in that are... Your sister, Rochelle. Rochelle is coming in. Mark is playing. Um we have a whole, a whole horn section coming in. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, go over to Dunamis. What is it? Dunamis. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me repeat that. www.dunamisarc.org. You can go to the products page and you can buy your tickets right there. Um, I highly suggest that we're half sold out. We have seating for 230. We're halfway sold out. So 
Uh, we want to pack it out. I think it's going to be absolutely really, right. really a lot of fun. Well, it's going to be a live worship CD, and yes. right. you know, you can hear some of those, like in the Wow Worship, or you know, some of those. Uh, Hillsong does mm-hmm. a lot of live audiences. Yeah. And don't be surprised if you hear, if you feel angels. Yeah. Amen. Come forth, you know, in songs because oh, I've yeah. been at services before and there was maybe a handful of people and all of a sudden your auditorium feels like there's 300 people and you know that's angels singing with you. You know, but if, if the night before on November 17th, is it 17th? No, that's after. It's 17th oh, through the 19th. They're, uh, doing 17th the 19th they're doing a whole worship conference with Luke, with, with Keith, Keith and there is no cost on that. But it's really worth it to go ahead and get the ticket because you get your, your, your CD and you can see, you can be involved in the middle of a live worship. Yeah, you, will, yeah. you, will, you could hear yourself on, on TV. Ooh, that's yeah. me. <laughs> so we thank you for listening today um, to our first uh, podcast back after from, being on break, yeah. so you know been too long. It has been yeah, too, too long, bad. and so and we are Greater Las Vegas uh, Women's Ministry, and you can see get us on Facebook or uh, our, our website is www.glvwm at uh, uh, dot com. There you go. Amen. <laughs> amen. And tune in. I in did the good. Future. Didn't I? I'm proud of you. You're going to hear more about the Stir the Fire conference, but we'll share that at another time. Thank you for listening. God bless. Have a great week. Love you guys. Thank you for listening to the Firestorm Podcast. Our email is firestormpodcast at gmail.com. Please contact us if you have any questions or comments or just want to be a part of the conversation. We will see you next time.